This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. And good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and it's brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Also brought to you by the UFA Cooperative, now open in Yorkton and Weyburn. UFA is the exclusive distributor of Diesel X Gold Premium Fuel that improves power and saves you money. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, the latest Saskatchewan crop report has been released. And while seeding is basically done around the province, the focus has now shifted to spraying fields. Canada's Farm Show is in its last day. And there was a product launch from Vera Grain. And we also talked to a young entrepreneur from Mossbank. More on him later. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, crop insurance at cost. See municipalhail.ca. With seeding complete in Saskatchewan, producers have shifted their focus to pesticide application and crop development. Crops Extension Specialist Mackenzie Ladoon says crops are at their normal stages of development for this time of year. Where fall cereals are slightly ahead in development at 31% being ahead of normal stages. Oil seeds are slightly behind development with 16% being behind normal stages for this time of year. Dry conditions in the West have induced environmental stress in crops and have hastened their development and causing them to be ahead of normal condition or normal developmental rates. Alternatively, the East received more moisture this spring, which results in some localized flooding and delayed development, causing their crops to be a little bit behind normal development for this time of year. Rain this past week helped replenish topsoil moisture conditions around the province. So in cropland, 4% of our topsoil moisture is surplus, 69% is adequate, 24% is short, and 4% is very short. 3% of our hay and pasture land has a surplus of topsoil moisture, 57% is adequate, 33% is short, and 7% is very short. Speaking of rain, amounts varied around Saskatchewan. So rainfall varied across the province this week between half a millimeter being recorded in Consul to 65 millimeters being received in the Ituna region. Ladoon says farmers are spraying their crops. Yeah, so this week producers are keeping busy with scouting their fields and spraying herbicides, fungicides, and insecticides. There are also concerns about grasshopper pressures and also gopher pressures throughout the province as well. She also had a reminder for livestock producers. If producers are worried about their water quality for their livestock, they're more than welcome to bring in samples of their water to their local Ministry of Agriculture regional office for water quality testing. Mackenzie Ladoon is a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, based in Moose Jaw. Meanwhile, a Mossbank teenager is taking his passion for the outdoors and turning it into a publication. 15-year-old Carson Green is the owner and creator of Everything Country magazine, and says he got the ball rolling two years ago. So back in 2021, I had the idea of starting a magazine based around, you know, the setting I live in, covering all topics country, you know, agriculture, ranching, rodeo, hunting, you name it, it's in there. 
Um, and then I went all in, had amazing support from everybody around me, and now here we are today. He says the people in his community have supported him, and as time went on, things really took off. Yeah, a lot of social media promotion. I'm also uh, really good friends with the uh, host of Canada's Farm Show 2023, Sherilyn Jolly Nagel. So she had me on Canada's Farm Show TV. We did a segment there back in 2021, and uh, that really helped promote it. And then later on, I was featured on a number of different medias, and that really helped me too. Carson does most of the work putting the magazine together, but others from across Canada and Saskatchewan have contributed as well. Uh, so I'd have to say that's about a four or five months process, um, just hours upon hours of work. But it's uh, when you kind of grow to be passionate about something like I have with this magazine, it, the work kind of doesn't seem as bad as it sounds. Everything Country Magazine is easy to find online as well as getting a hold of Carson. Just search up Everything Country Magazine and it'll be one of the top ones to pop up. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and you can email me at everything.country.mag at gmail.com. You can also contact me at 1-639-355-7109. Carson Green is the owner and creator of Everything Country Magazine. He's at Canada's Farm Show located at the Viterra International Trade Centre near the Launchpad area. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca A Saskatoon-based company introduced a brand new product at Canada's Farm Show aimed at increasing accuracy of grain samples. CEO and co-founder of Vera Grain, Ken Jackson, says their company strives to solve the problem of producers being unsure of the quality of grain stored in their bins and for buyers being unsure of the quality of grain they're purchasing. The product is called AccuSample Ultra MT. And the, the thing that makes it very unique is that it, uh, it very easily bolts onto or adapts onto a, a swing auger, a grain bagger, um, a, a, um, the, the outlet on a, a grain dryer, maybe even a bucket elevator. Um, and, and it automatically takes grain samples based on uh, a timed interval. And that timed interval is, is um, calculated or determined by the, the, the app, the Veragrain app, uh, conveyed via Bluetooth to the um, uh, to the Accus or the Accus sample device, and so we're able to get absolutely representative samples of the the grain that is is flowing through, and without the grower having to worry about you know uh, uh, doing that. Uh, so uh, the other uh, component that's very unique is every sample that we take, we also get a uh, moisture and temperature uh, value on that. So we're able to identify uh, in, in real time and and with you know quite high accuracy. Uh, potential spoilage uh, risk uh, on the uh, on the grain. It also provides highly detailed information for blending for moisture to be able to optimize that moisture value. Uh, so that's the the product uh, that we're uh, we're introducing uh, today and and won an, uh, an award for uh, on Tuesday. As for the cost of the thing. Yeah, no, they are uh, for sale. They're they're uh, a reg regularly priced at uh, thirty two ninety five uh, on a show special uh, at, at for this summer show season for twenty nine ninety five. That's Ken Jackson, CEO and co-founder of Veragrain, a Saskatoon-based company introducing their newest product, the AccuSample Ultra MT. 
You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Ice Futures canola contracts have climbed steadily higher since their late May lows, nearing chart resistance to the upside on the first day of summer. Updated renewable fuel targets released by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency failed to live up to expectations, sparking a speculative sell-off in soy oil. While the limit down move in soy oil futures yesterday would normally weigh on canola, the Canadian oilseed lagged soy oil to the upside, while it was rising earlier in the month and spreading between the two commodities was seeing speculators selling soy oil and buying back short positions in canola. Ken Ball of PI Financial in Winnipeg adds that canola is still looking relatively cheap as an oil seed. CN and CPKC Rail supplied a combined 93% of hopper cars ordered in Grain Week 45, a slight decline from the previous week's 96% order fulfillment performance. On a combined basis, CN and CPKC have now supplied 93% or more of cars ordered in each of the last nine weeks. In supplying 88% of hopper cars ordered on time in week 45, CN's performance declined from the 99% posted in week 44 and fell below the 90% threshold for the first time in nine weeks. CPKC order fulfillment performance improved on the heels of three consecutive weeks of modest decline, with the railway supplying 97% of cars ordered, up slightly from the 95% order of fulfillment performance seen one week previous. CPKC remains above the 90% threshold for the ninth straight week and 12th time in the last 13 weeks. Canada Bread Company has been fined $50 million after pleading guilty to its role in a criminal price-fixing scheme that inflated the wholesale price of bread in Canada. The Competition Bureau of Canada says it is the highest price-fixing fine ever imposed by a Canadian court. It says Canada Bread, a subsidiary of Mexico-based Grupo Bimbo, pleaded guilty to four counts of price-fixing under the Competition Act. The Competition Bureau says the bread maker admitted that it arranged with its competitor, Weston Foods Canada Incorporated, to increase prices for various bagged and sliced bread products, such as sandwich bread, hot dog buns, and rolls. The price fixing resulted in two price increases, one in 2007 and another in 2011. At the time of the price fixing arrangement, Canada Bread was under the ownership of Maple Leaf Foods. For the first time, U.S. regulators have approved the sale of chicken made from animal cells, allowing two California companies to offer lab-grown meat to the nation's restaurant tables and eventually supermarket shelves. The Agriculture Department gave the green light to Upside Foods and Good Meat, firms that had been racing to be the first in the U.S. to sell meat that doesn't come from slaughtered animals, what's now being referred to as cell-cultivated or cultured meat as it emerges from the laboratory and arrives on dinner plates. The move launches a new era of meat production aimed at eliminating harm to animals and drastically reducing the environmental impacts of grazing, growing feed for animals, 
and animal waste. The government of Saskatchewan, the Saskatchewan Distance Learning Centre, and the North American Equipment Dealers Association have partnered in support of agricultural education in Saskatchewan. Through a newly signed five-year agreement, the North American Equipment Dealers Association will provide $40,000 annually to support work placements for students enrolled in agricultural-focused programs offered online through the Saskatchewan Distance Learning Centre. Eligible courses include Agricultural Equipment Technician 20, Agricultural Equipment Technician 30, Parts Technician 30L, and a new Precision Agriculture 30L program, which is currently in development. Students enrolled in each of the agricultural programs will complete 50 hours of online theory, 50 hours of a work placement at a local equipment dealership, and an optional boot camp at Saskatchewan Polytechnic. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, forecast looking pretty straightforward. Sunshine and a high of 24 degrees. Tonight, clear and a low of 9. Tomorrow, sunshine, high of 26, the low 10. Saturday, sunshine, high of 26 degrees, the low 11. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 28, the low 13. Monday, sunny, high of 27, the low 13. Tuesday, partly cloudy, 25 degrees is the high, the low 13. And Wednesday, partly cloudy again, high of 25 degrees. Normal highs for this period are at 24, normal lows 10. Sun rose at 447 this morning. Sun will set at 914 tonight. Taking a look around the province. In Estevan, 20 degrees. Saskatoon, 22. Swift Current, 19. Weyburn and Yorkton, 21. Warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Yellowgrass at 22 degrees. Cool spot is in Collins Bay at 10 degrees. In Regina, mainly sunny. Winds from the south-southwest at 19 to 31 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 43%. Temperature at 21 degrees or 70 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure is at 102.0 and falling. Down the road in Moose Jaw, it is partly cloudy with a south-southwest wind at 11 kilometers an hour. Temperature 22 degrees. Once again in Regina, mainly sunny. South-southwest wind at 19 to 31 kilometers an hour. Temperature 21 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com and brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. There are renewed calls for more protection for farmers signing grain contracts. 
The Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan wants the federal agriculture minister to provide some direction to the Canadian Grain Commission after some oat producers were hit with a unilateral contract cancellation. This is APAS President Ian Boxall from Tisdale. There's been some oat contracts cancelled for some producers that, you know, I think the lawsuit is in the tens of millions of dollars, upwards of $60 million that these producers are out. And this is the second year in a row with the drought in 2021 and then this issue in 22 where farmers have faced issues with contracts that really needs fixed. From your understanding, what happened? Was it the primary company here that had the problem or was it their customer? I think it was their customer that had the issue. But at the end of the day, we need contracts fixed. Agriculture in Canada is a billion-dollar industry, and it's time that the producer selling the grain had some protection within these contracts. They are one-sided. They're complicated wording. There's no protection there for producers. And we face enough risks in what we do already with fluctuation of markets, both on our what we sell and on our inputs and the issues we have with Mother Nature and weather. And there's enough risk that when it comes to selling our grain and the partnership that a farmer has with the grain buyer, we need some protection. It's time that the government got a backbone and changed the legislation so that we had protection in grain contracts. Getting back to the OTA situation, uh, what kind of numbers are we talking about? Some producers are out quite a bit of money. Based off the court documents that we've seen, it's, you know, there's producers out anywhere from $200,000 to $10 million. It's a big hit for Saskatchewan producers. And it's the grain company pulled force majeure. And if you look up force majeure in the dictionary, it's an act of God. How is their buyer backing out an act of God? But yet the drought of 2021, when farmers were faced with shortfalls on grain contracts they signed, that's not force majeure. Like, we don't have that provision in the grain contract where we can do that. So there is no protection for producers, and as time it was changed. And this is something, as you say, you, you talked about two years ago. Has anything progressed since that time that, that you could say on the government end? No, I, we haven't heard anything on grain contracts. Nobody seems to have an appetite or the guts to change it, to, a guts to go up against the, the grain buyers, but it's time. Two years in a row... Farmers are paying the bill on two different issues, and it's time. You know, we're going into show season here where all these grain buyers are going to be at all these farm shows across the prairies. They're going to be wanting farmers to sign up grain and, and sign up contracts with these grain buyers, and farmers need to ask the questions. What's in here to protect me? Is it important to have a, a lawyer go through some of this now? Like, uh, have we reached that point? Well, boy, that sure makes it complicated if every single time I want to sell grain, I need to take it to a lawyer. Yeah. We need to get the we need to get the conditions understandable, right? Get it down into layman's terms. Get them understandable. Get the contract somewhat fair. Give us some provisions in there for some protection. It's just it's an it's an uneven field right now, and all of the powers in the in the hands of the grain buyer. And you know, this is a billion dollar industry in Canada, and and we are lagging when it comes to grain contracts and the protection for the seller. I'm sure you've talked to a few of the producers involved in this class action. The force majeure, were they under the impression that that was just for the act of God and they, they didn't never even thought that this could cover something else? I think when you sign a contract, I think, and I think it works both ways. And, and I think there's always, a, there's always a level of respect and trust when you do that. Same as when we signed them in 2021. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have... That, you know, farmers made mistakes in 21 overselling their grain. 
but that's no different than the mistake this grain buyer made putting all his eggs in one basket for these oats, right? And at the end of the day, the farmer's paying the bill. Both in 2021 and in this issue in 2022, farmers have paid the bill. Ian Boxall is the president of the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan. He wants the federal ag minister, Marie-Claude Bibeau, to instruct the Canadian Grain Commission to make changes to regulations involving contracts between farmers and grain companies. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com a Mexican, a Mexican company will pay $50 million in fines to settle the years-long case involving the fixing of bread prices in Canada. Grupo Bimbo bought control of Canada Bread almost a decade ago, and this week said it will pay $50 million to settle the allegations that Canada's big grocery chains worked with Canada Bread as far back as 2001 to coordinate bread prices. Loblaw, which is cooperating with regulators, always said the scheme was industry-wide. As a result, the Competition Bureau started investigations years ago into a number of other companies, including Metro, Sobeys, Walmart, and Maple Leaf Foods, which operated Canada Bread before it was sold to the company in Mexico. In a statement, an official with Grupo Bimbo said it wasn't aware of the price-fixing scheme when it bought Canada Bread in 2014. Sylvain Charlebois Canada's food processor has been following this story for years. It's really ironic to see a Mexican company uh, telling the Canadian industry uh, to get its act together. Because uh, that's kind of what happened because uh, Canada Bread, which is paying a $50 million fine, and that's, that, that's a lot of money, uh, it is accepting responsibility for something it did not do. Uh, now, they're paying a fine for something which happened in 2007 and 2011, and Maple Leaf Foods was was owner of Canada Bread at the time. And so I think yesterday, uh, yesterday's announcement opened up a huge can of worms for a couple of reasons. One, well, this thing is not over. There's still five companies involved in an investigation we haven't heard from, uh, or at least they've denied everything. That would be Giant Tiger, Walmart, Metro and Sobeys, and uh, of course we need to include Maple Leaf Foods. And Maple Leaf Foods, I have to tell you, they got an- some answers to provide now because now Canada Bread, the new owners of Canada Bread, are admitting guilt. So what exactly is going on, Maple Leaf Foods? And they are involved with other verticals, in fact, in grocery store, for example, meat. Are they doing the same thing with meat prices? Um, and what about other sectors? So what about other sections? So lots of question marks as a result of what happened yesterday. That's Canada's food processor, Sylvain Charlebois. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were up in early trading today. Canola is up $3.30 to $7.26.92 a metric ton. Oats is up 
fifteen dollars to two forty five thirty two. Number one red spring wheat is up nine dollars and twelve cents to three ninety eight twenty three. And the rest were unchanged. Durham three ninety six sixty one. Feed barley three forty sixty one. Chickpeas ten thirty six seventeen. Flax five forty one ninety eight. Lentils seven forty three forty eight. Yellow peas three sixty eighty. Feed wheat two seventy ninety seven. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up four and a quarter cents to eight dollars and eighty three cents a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. Hello, Cattleman Jr. for Heartland Livestock, Yorkton, with your market report for the week of June 21st. A nice run on offer this week with 875 head on offer. We only had 280 head of feeders up for sale. The market on these cattle is very strong and steady for the past few weeks. This amount of feeder is hard to give you a proper quote. On the common bull trade, we saw 585 walk through the ring with all classes being under strong demand with our six cow and bull buyers fighting for ownership of these cattle. D1 cows, 156 to 162 with sales to 168. D2 cows, 142 to 152 with sales to 154. D3 cows, 125 to 134 with sales to 140. Light Shelly cows, 110 to 120. On the half rats, $1.75 to 215 with sales to 221. On the bull trade, good bulls bring 152 to 175 with sales to 180 on a high-yielding, hard, red, exotic bull. We also had a light run of cow-calf pairs, bringing 2,500 to 34 and a quarter and averaging 3,000 on 10 pairs. Producers, next week, June 28th is a regular sale, then our next sale is July 12th and another one on July 26th. We're having sales every two weeks in July, so our back staff can do some renovations, repairs to get ready for the fall run. At this time, we want to thank all our producers and wish them a safe and plentiful haying season and try to get some time to spend with friends and family and enjoy the ride because the good times and the cow business is here. Once again, thank you and have a great day. Now the latest pork prices for the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants. They continue to go up. Today they're at $212.55 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. A new report from the Parliamentary Budget Officer says all households saw an increase in purchasing power between the final quarters of 2019 and 2022. It says purchasing power rose by 5% overall, despite a rise in inflation that peaked at 8.1% last summer. But for households in the bottom 20% of income, employment earnings were not enough to address the rising cost of living. The report says those households relied on government transfers to make up the difference. A new study has found that 57% of Canadian consumers don't believe most sustainable claims made by brands. While most consumers believe in rewarding companies that accurately deliver on sustainability promises, the report by Deloitte Canada suggests there's a lack of trust when it comes to green claims. It contradicts the perception of Canadian business leaders, 71% of whom believe the public has a significant level of trust in the authenticity of sustainability claims. On the markets, the TSX is down 131 points at 19,574. 
The Dow is down 56 points to 33,895. Oil is down $3.21 at $69.32 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 76 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.